Teacher Coffee Talk podcast. I'm Carrie. And I'm Tanya. We're both elementary music teachers who love to talk shop, preferably over a steaming cup of coffee or hot chocolate or something else. And this is episode number 10. Today we're talking about our favorite spring songs and activities in the music room. We'll also share our highs and lows from our school week, a work smarter, not harder teacher tip. And in our CODA section, we'll give some specific recommendations of our favorite things in and out of the music room. So grab your beverage of choice and let's get started. <laughs> so it's time for our high notes and low notes. And boy, this has been a couple of crazy weeks for you, Carrie. Yes. Because uh, you just recently moved and we are now sitting in your new office space. Yeah. So if it sounds weird, I, we'll I, don't, know what our, <laughs> I don't know the noises of my house yet. It's an old house. So there might but be I some love this wood noise. paneling. Yeah, we're in this really groovy wood paneled room. We'll have to put a picture on Facebook because it's, it's funky. For sure. It's but awesome. yes, it's it's been an exciting couple of weeks. We moved two weeks ago, so we're still settling in. And um, school has been a little bit like, oh, I think I'm here. But, you know, not as much sleep as normal, not as well thought out lesson plans as I, normal. I think everyone, when they move, <laughs> should have like two solid weeks of nothing else going on. Yeah, I, that was poor planning on our part to move in the middle of the school year. But um you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. And we just decided it was time and, and it happened very quickly and poof. And now are. you're here. We're here. Um, yeah. So <laughs> in your school world, do you have a high note or a low note to share? Well, I will go with a high note. I mean, I, I can I can say that, you know, my like I said, my teaching has been a bit of a low note lately just because my planning hasn't been the best, but I've been getting through it. But I had a little sweet little glimmer today that, that made my day. So I'm working on um, a program amongst all of everything else I'm doing. Because? Uh, just because. That's life. Um, it's really not that big of a thing. Um, we've talked about programs in the past. This is an informants that I'm having my third graders do next week. There's going to be a spaghetti dinner fundraiser. Wow. Just an all-school spaghetti dinner fundraiser. And so the, the planning team had asked if I would have a grade level perform. Do you get some of the money? I mean, it goes towards the whole school, so okay. yeah, I should. Mm. I didn't really ask for the fine print on that, mm. but I should. Maybe find you out. need a cut <laughs> <laughs> because they and it was very intentional that they knew that if I did a concert, that would at least get one grade levels family in mm -hmm. to to have the dinner before the concert. So, um, but also just knowing that. This was going to be a very busy time for me. I decided I'm not going to do like a big play or a full out thing. We're just going to do an informant. So we're just talking about what is music and music is rhythm and music is melody. And they're going to show off some of their nice. reading skills and some of their favorite singing games and dances. And that'll be that. So um, anyways, the high note comes in where um, I was talking to the kids about, you know, legitimate reasons that you might have to miss the program because I always get that question from the kids because I do say it's required and it's part of their grade mm -hmm. but I also make it very clear to the kids and the parents that if you have to excuse your child from the program it does not affect your kids grade so I was going over the, with the kids examples of legitimate reasons you're sick your car breaks down last minute somebody's in the hospital and then um you know not good reasons would be I just didn't feel like it, or I was really nervous, and we talked about working through nerves and 
things like that. And then I did talk about sports practices because a lot of our kids are in sports teams, as I'm sure you have as well. Um, and I said, you know, if it's a situation where you have a, a game or a practice and you ask your coach, can I miss this one time? Mm-hmm. And they say yes, then you're good. If you ask your coach, can I miss? And they say no, if you miss, you're off the team, then have your parents call me. So one of our kiddos, um, his mom actually works in the school with us as an interventionist, and he's not one of my most bold music students, but he, he does his work, and he, he's, he's a good, responsible kid. So I asked her today, you know, if her son was looking forward to the concert, if he had really said anything about it to her, and uh-huh. she said, well, actually, yes, because he is really into wrestling, big time into wrestling, like wrestling meets all day, every day, Saturday, Sunday, like big, big, big. And he had wrestling practice. And so she said, she asked him, well, what do you want to do? And he said, I think I want to go to my concert. Mm -hmm. And I was just so excited that here was this kid who doesn't really show me in class that he loves music. I mean, he does well and he does what he needs to do, but he's not one of those above and beyond kids. Uh And I know how important the wrestling piece is in his life. And the fact that he really, that his mom didn't force him, he made that conscious decision knowing that he has a big meet the following weekend, he's still choosing to go to his music concert because right. he knows that we only do it the one time, you mm-hmm. know? And I thought, okay, I, I must be doing something yeah, kind of sort totally. of right. So I was feeling pretty good about that. I mean, that. yeah, to, to trump sports sometimes. It's hard. And, it you hard. know, I really admire the mom that she really kind of put it back on him. Like, yeah. what do you want to do? Um, and I, I thought that was really great. That, that so. is good. I, yeah. I'm sorry. This is, this is a no note from, this is not my official no note. But uh, no, no, from earlier in the school year as I was doing my first grade singing games nights where we do singing games and play parties. And um, I was uh, outside doing a crossing guard. And I remember uh, one of my first graders, she's like, I'm so sad. I can't go to the singing games night. And she was with her mom at the time. Mm-hmm. And mom says, well, you know, you have soccer practice and your team is counting on you. And I just wanted to scream. Yeah, she like, was putting that idea in her yeah. head. Yeah, she's like, well, you know, we signed up for soccer and our team is counting on you. Well, and, and if it's just a practice, right. I don't get and it. And I have said in the past, like, to, to older kids, like, would you, you're going to want, you're going to miss your only fourth grade Colorado concert of your entire life? How many, you're going to yeah. have lots of practices. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not important and that your teammates you know, of course, they need you there, yeah. but it's a practice as opposed to your only co- fourth the grade Colorado time. concert yeah. of your entire life. Yeah. But, you know, I understand. Yeah. And Unfortunately, sometimes priorities are And not. families have different priorities, yes. and um, sometimes... We have yeah. to just deal with it. We do. <laughs> we, we just have to deal with that. Yeah. All right, Tanya, what's your official note then? Is it a high one or a low one? Um, Well, I've been struggling between, you know, every day. Every day is full of low notes. Well, that's, yeah, both, both, yes, and that's life. Um, Okay, well, let's see. I think I'll go with, it was just a very, very little tiny thing, but it was, it kind of, it kind of was very amusing to me because we were playing in second grade. Uh, we are playing who's that tapping at my window and I play the game where we have one kid who's blindfolded in the middle and we're all standing in a circle around uh, that child 
and we're all singing um, the first part. Who's that tapping at my window? Who's that knocking at my door? And then I have mystery guest number one saying, I'm there tapping at your window. And a different kid, mystery guest number two says, I'm there knocking at your door, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we've also gotten to where we uh, have the circle rotate while we're singing the first part Ooh. so that the kid in the middle doesn't, you know, has the blindfold on now, but doesn't know from which direction mystery guest number one and number two. Yeah. They're not going to know anyway because they're blindfolded, but just that extra little bit. So we were playing this game and, and of course the kids are able to identify everyone's voice. They know each other really well by this time. And then we were moving on and one little boy was raising his hand. He's like, but oh, it's the timbre. We know because of the timbre, oh, which bravo. I mean, of course, you know, we had, we had spoken of, but the, I hadn't, we hadn't revisited it in this particular lesson Yeah, and it had been, a, you know, a, a while. And so I was just like, oh, yay, look, That's some awesome. music vocabulary. And he said timbre and not timbre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it was a tiny little thing, but it kind of made my day. Awesome. So I loved it. For today's main theme, we're going to be talking about our favorite spring songs and activities for the music room. Yes. Since it's almost springtime. Almost. We are one week away. One week away. So hopefully some of these songs and games and activities will get you inspired for the next couple of months of yes. school. Yes, and hopefully they work into your curriculum nicely. Yes. These um, are songs and activities that we presented, Tanya and I, last, last year. Last, last year. Like all the way last year, all the way, 2017. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's the year. Um, at the Colorado Music Educators Association conference, we co-presented, which yes. is fun, and we showed lots of extensions. And I with think these. that was the first time that you said to me, Tanya, "Hey, I have this crazy idea," and you started talking about the idea for the podcast. Wasn't it around that time? Um, and I remember I don't thinking, know. "Oh no, what?" We have Maybe. Time for that. It, it, yeah. I feel like you, you were starting to, it to was, put it the needed spark to of the idea. a little while. Yeah, I yeah. needed time to, to mull that one over. But I'm glad that and we're here doing we are. And here we are. Here we are. I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I hope you we'll guys talk, enjoy We'll talk listening. about yeah, our enjoyment of it. We'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so we're just going to kind of quickly throw out some ideas uh, for songs. And, and throw out some songs. And, and all of these yeah. songs... I'm just going to throw them on um, my my blog, um, Teaching Music, Tanya, Teaching Music, Kodai Aspiring uh, Music page. Um, so they will be there, and that's where the show notes have been. And there will be, be a link uh, to that blog post. And so I'm just going to throw them all there. Perfect. And these are all, of course, public domain. Um, I, I'm not going to detail all of the extensions or games that we're list, listing here but uh, you can find these songs and we'll also tell you other places you can find these songs because a lot of these are um, in in the common uh, song collections of most Kodai people right yeah so uh, we'll just go up the grades so starting with kindergarten um, as Tanya mentioned she not all the schools in our district get kindergarten no, but I will next year yay. yay and I I do get to see my kindergartners for a very short time um and i love to do these little you know thematic lessons as we all do and one of my favorite springtime lessons is 
um, with the book Up, Down, and Around, which is a book, uh, picture book about gardening. So it talks about how vegetables grow up and vegetables grow down, and some of them twirl around and around, and there's pictures of these vegetables going And, in and this is illustrated ways. by Nadine Bernard Westcott, who's done a bunch of other ones. Uh, she did a really great illustration down by the bay. Oh, right. Yeah, and also um, the peanut butter. Peanut, peanut, peanut butter. Yes. So her illustrations are super, super fun. Yes. Super cute. Very colorful. And this is a great book for vocal exploration. So when we're talking about the different vegetables and which way they grow, we'll move our voice up. So when we say corn grows up, whoop. And carrots grow down. Woo! Mm-hmm. I don't have the book in front of me, so I don't know if I'm going in the right order. But you get yeah. the gist. And tomatoes twine around and around. And we go, woo, 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 woo. Mm-hmm. And there's even some great illustrations in the front and back cover of these vines and plants. And they're creating those beautiful vocal exploration lines. And it's so important to remember that vocal exploration, vocal exploration <laughs> is important all the time. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. especially in kindergarten. It's it's our warm up, mm-hmm. and we still are finding our voices, and they need lots of opportunity to place their voice up and down and all yes. around and slide. Yeah. And they love this one. And uh, what I love about it then is towards the end of the book, it talks about picking the vegetables and let's have lunch. And there's this picture of all the children sitting around this garden party, eating all their tasty creations. And then there's this little picture of this rabbit down in the corner with a carrot in his mouth. And I say, oh, if you look carefully, you're going to find John the rabbit stealing one of the carrots. And there's your thematic transition. And there's our transition (laughs) right into, oh, John the rabbit. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Which is a great um, call and response where the children's response is always going to be that, yes, Yes, ma'am. And I have this wonderful little puppet that um, I actually got as a gift from my mother-in-law. So I don't even know where she got it because she took the tags off of it and everything. But it's a rabbit that pops out of a watering can. It's not folk manis? I It might be a folk Everything's manis. folk manis. I know. And I want to say that it is. I'll, I'll try to do a little Google search and see. But the, the, the rabbit even has a little carrot in his little paw. Aww. And so he can pop in and out of the watering can. So every time we sing, yes, ma'am, he pops out I of the watering can. I haven't seen a watering can. can when I've seen the rabbit in the hat from Folk Manus. Yeah, no, this one's in a watering can. That's so it's perfect because then when I tell the story, another lesson about I'm going to go water my garden, and then out pops the rabbit. He kind of falls out of the watering can. And, oh, he's eating my carrot. And, you know, John becomes this, you know, character throughout many of our lessons that they love so really fun engaging um, activity for the kindergarten students you can do solo singing with Mm -hmm. that yes ma'am response just to see if they're matching that pitch yeah i use the finger puppets oh yeah so i have like five johns oh that's cute (laughs) and they're all different like one's got a little flower Uh, once upon a time starbucks used to have finger puppets Oh, on the end of like peppermint sticks. Really? Yeah, I know. This is really. I'm. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but um, yeah, they were. It, it was very seasonal, and so like every couple of months, there'd be like a new set of puppets on the end of these candy sticks. Oh. Uh-huh. And um, I buy them up every time, and so a lot of my finger puppets are from Starbucks. How funny. Yeah. So I have a lot of. Um, there was like two or three rabbits from Starbucks. Oh, cute. So anyway, I've got a few finger puppets, and I always say, "Well, these are all the Johns." Which, in you know, I always pause in my own head and go, "That sounds dirty." But yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't know that. But they, you know. <laughs> and so if you have, so this is 
an you know easier way to solo singing, which really is not necessary by this point, but it's just kind of fun for them to to approach this in a, a different way that if I, if you have a little John finger puppet, you get to do the yes ma'ams. So they can do it like only the five people that have the Johns have yes ma'am or okay, well Flower John gets to do the first yes ma'am and then Carrot John gets to do the next yes ma'am oh, and Fluffy Pink yeah. John gets to do the next yes ma'am. I mean, you know, it's just the novelty of the oh, finger yeah. puppet again. Well, and that always helps kids when they're when they're singing a solo to have an object or something in exactly. their hands. So it's not them singing, it's their little rabbit singing. Yeah. And that helps some of the hesitant singers get over that. Exactly. So, so yeah. So it's just a really fun little rabbit bunny. And there's, of course, lots of other bunny and rabbit songs you can tie in on oh, that yeah. same and, day. And this those is are kind of my go-tos. Back to our program building or yeah. musical building. I mean, spring concerts are just so, there's so many songs that you can tie together thematically that work so well, um, piggybacking from one to another with all of our rabbits and our chicks and our, you know. Yes. Springtime. Springy We're, things. My second graders are singing Day Caloris, and oh. I love that second verse where we sing with all the animal song, yes. uh, animal sounds of P.O. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But it's you such know. a fun time. So on to first grade. Um, one of my, again, go-tos for springtime is uh, rain, rain, go away, come again some other day. Really great song for practicing ta and titi. Really great song if you just want to isolate just the first pattern of the so me, so, so me is really what I, I use it mostly for. And then, of course, if you wanted to then isolate the la pattern in the second half, mm -hmm. you could do that. But I typically just focus on the so and me pattern and that's exactly what I've been doing I presented so and me just a few weeks ago so this is a big heavy practice of yes. so and me time for for right now and so I have um this cute little smiley face umbrella that I have had in my room forever and, and you took a picture of this I on did. Facebook it's on Facebook um so in the game we're standing in a circle and I always start and I walk around with the umbrella and I pause over one student so if I was holding the umbrella over your head Tanya then I would say little Tanya wants to play and I get the umbrella yeah well then the rest of the class has to echo first okay they all echo little Tanya wants to play and then I pass the umbrella to you Tanya and then you get to walk around the circle and you pause over a friend's head and you get to sing the solo for the next student. Uh -huh. So again, a wonderful solo singing game. And um, I, I don't have huge class sizes in my room. Um, right now my first grade is actually pretty small. I think we're around 15, 16 in a class. Yeah, me too. Which is lovely. Um, so I, I do have everyone have a turn in that game. I know there's some games where... I don't have everyone have a turn on the same day, depending on what it is. But that's sure. one that I can knock out pretty quickly. I think yeah. within five minutes, we're done. Um, so it's a really great game for the Taz and TTs, really great for the So and Me. And Do you really ever manipulate the umbrellas singing. so that they're doing it on a steady beat or they show yeah. high when it's open? And so I kind of do both. So I, I do it for Ta and Titi when we're doing that. So we have icons of big umbrellas and little umbrellas for the TTs. And mm -hmm. then we transfer that over later to to real notation of ta and titi and then yes on the on the staff i'll start with like just two lines and we'll put an umbrella on the so line an umbrella on the me line and then once we learn the official staff then we're transferring it over to note heads so yeah this is definitely a great one for for isolating patterns and doing some dictation either whole group on a smart board or individual 
um, on little staff yes. boards. And then with like an older grade, second grade at Stony Lawton, it's great yeah. to revisit. It's great to come back in second grade too. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, old Mr. Rabbit, you've got a mighty habit of jumping in the garden and eating all my cabbage and carrots and celery and add-on. and add. So yes. <laughs> Old Mr. Rabbit is a wonderful song that you can turn into like a, commu- a cumulative song. Yeah. Um, and this idea is not an original idea. I mean, I saw it, I think we both saw it from Julie Swank yes. a few years ago. Um, but I'm sure other people are doing it where uh, you have a student volunteer what old Mr. Rabbit is eating from the garden. And so they are representing um, cabbage. All right, every time we see uh, Tyler, we see and cabbage, and he helps us remember and cabbage. Yeah. And now we're going to sing it again, but this time we're going to add on Claire. And Claire, what else is he eating from the garden? He's eating turnips. And turnips and cabbage. So, you know, we mm-hmm. add on. And, and you can do this a lot of different ways. You could have the kids sing theirs as a solo. Yeah. You could, if you have fantastic, a lot of those fantastic um, plastic fruit and vegetable manipulatives or the fabric ones. Yeah. You could have pictures. You could have kids pick from pictures. Sometimes it's fun to just have them um not be led by pictures because you end up with some kooky things mm-hmm. that are not necessarily things that would be growing in the garden, like, you know, I don't know, French fries. I've had those kind of things. Right. And do you go with that when they go there? Oh, you know, yeah. I, I do. don't know. You just, yeah. sure. That's just their goofy creativity. I know. And out. I'm like, it's more important that you're singing this in tune, kids. Uh, you and could who say knows? Anything. Maybe a rabbit would eat French fries. I'm sure. I mean, if they're you not threw growing them out in the there. garden, but. They might eat them anyways. I'm sure they would. So there you go. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, you can that could open the doors for some composition, yeah, type of things. And this is a great song uh, melodically for that low la pitch towards the end of the song. Right. If you wanted to isolate something melodic, but rhythmically, it's it's just Todd's and Titi's. Yeah. So you can do it with older students and younger students. Right. Exactly. Um, and then moving on, I'm going to jump over to, uh, do, do pity my case, which I've used in third grade and in fourth grade. And and you could push it. You could use this song really. I mean, for, I think fourth, fifth grade, I've used it in choir quite a bit too. Again, as a solo singing thing where everyone sings, do, do pity my case in some lady's garden, my clothes to wash when I get home in some lady's garden. And then the next um, time around, someone volunteers something that they, some kind of chore that they have to do when they get home. My homework to do when I get home in some lady's garden, right? So the do, do, pity my case is a fun text improvisation thing. And I love that. Those quick little improvisation things. I will say for me, that's like the big overall standard that I struggle with the most is anything that involves the kids creating things yeah a little better with the composition maybe because it's more like the concrete and it ties into the notation but improvisation is just something that I always struggle to make sure I include enough and so these little text improvisation things are great I think text improvisation is like a first step yeah yeah um and really text improvisation where it's really really tiny like old Mr. Rabbit 
Yeah. Where they're just throwing out just one little thing. Right. And even if they're doing that from a choice of things, like, okay, I've got 10 fruits and vegetables projected on the smart board. You pick one of them, right? Right. So, I mean, that's still text improvisation, even though you're leading them there and giving them the choice. And with you do pity my case, I always have like um, a couple of uh, uh, fallbacks on there. Right. right. So um, if you can't think of anything, boys and girls, and it's, it's your turn, you've you've volunteered to sing the next bit. Um, you sing my dishes to do when I get home, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like a fallback. Give them some ideas. Yeah, because sometimes when they're under pressure, plus they're making it up. Right. And that's me. And I think that's why I'm hesitant to always do it in my class because I was that kid too. That yeah. I just, I'm never good at just coming up with things on the fly. I'm a planner. Yeah. And I, I want to know ahead of time what I'm doing and I want to plan it all out. And so, you know, we teach to our own strengths. Yeah. And I think we avoid our own weaknesses. <laughs> and so for I me, understand. it's that improvisation. So piece. this is a good stretch. It is. It would yeah. be good for me and my kids. Okay. Yeah. But it's a great song too. So maybe you should put yourself on the spot and just. Make up the chores as you sing it. Like, you know. Right now? No, no, not right now. <laughs> I'm can't. just saying. What? Go. No. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> Why don't you riff over this chord progression right now? Oh, gosh. No. That just sounds terrifying yeah. to me. <laughs> no, little, little risks. You know. Yeah. But I'm planning is better. good, too. I am getting better. Okay. Okay. So, uh, moving, moving on. <laughs> so, um... A tree-themed song. I mean, when we did this so presentation for CMEA, we talked about gardens and we talked about spring animals. And this one just has to do with a tree. And it's um, the song Under the Spreading Chestnut Tree, which goes, Under the spreading chestnut tree, where I held you on my knee. Oh, how happy we will be under the spreading chestnut tree. And I believe I originally learned this from Joe Kirk, my level I, one I Kodai learned teacher. This originally okay, from Joe Kirk. so I'm right. If but you did, I did. I, and I, this is really interesting that this is coming up again because I think we talked about this, I don't know, in the second or third show. Uh, but this is another song that is referenced quite a bit in the book 1984 by George Orwell. Really? Yeah, and, and some of the, I don't know if it's a different verse or. Um, just a different variant, but it's under the spreading chestnut tree. I sold you and you sold me. Oh, I know it's a little dark. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know why all things lead back to 1984. I don't know. But I we were when we were talking about oranges and lemons. That's right. Because that 1984 that has a lot again, of these apparently. little English folk song references. Yeah. But this is one of them. Okay. Well, it's a lovely little song. No, it's, it's, it is. My fourth grade. I generally do this in fourth. Fifth, kind of in that that area. It's great for syncopa, the rhythm, the syncopated rhythm. Um, it also has that nice T, melodic T, high yes. T. So you can use it for both melodic and rhythmic content. And then just uh, an activity that I do with the kids is a, um, oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? A memory, inner hearing. There yes, it is. Inner an hearing. inner hearing. Audiation. Thank you. Um, an inner hearing activity where uh, I have the words up on the smart board and I, I start with the word under and I just cross off under. Right. And then we have to do a motion to show under. So we 
put our arms above our heads so we're under our own arms. So mm-hmm. they have to think the word under, show the word under, but not sing the word under. And then I take away tree and then I take away knee and we just do different motions just kind of sporadically. And I might do like three of those day one. Next time they come back, maybe I'll take away a few more. And I have made it like a competition once we've practiced a few times that then we stand up and it's kind of like a poison pattern type thing where if they sing one of the words, they're out kind of a thing. Um, But it's just, it's just a fun song and just, they love that little interior little video of showing how, how all the motions go. And I suppose I would have to do it myself. Oh, well, you know. Because, you know, I, I, I shy away from taking videos of my kids personally. Oh yeah. um, No, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, well, okay, so maybe when I'm feeling... Unless it's my daughter. When I'm feeling know. inspired and, and peppy, I, I will do a video of myself okay. doing the motion. Well, we could do it together. We could. We could. It could be It could be fun. Yeah. So just a fun little um, tree song for some of your older kids. And exactly. it's a beautiful song to sing. Yes. And uh, more on animals. We already mentioned rabbit and possum. It's such a good one. It is such a good one. It's chock full of lots of... Um, Lots of rhythmic things, lots of uh, fun opportunities. Um, I'm just, I'm looking through some of our favorite stuff, Little Swallow. Uh, Amy just recently presented this at CMEA. Amy Abbott. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is one that she did. And um, I've always loved this one. And uh, I think, I don't know where I got the idea to use chopsticks. It might've been, it might've been Aileen Miracle. We do a lot of shout outs to Aileen, but um, Maybe I think Aileen mentions that she does this uh, stick passing game, but with pencils. Yeah. And then um, I use chopsticks instead. And anyway, uh, it's a really fun passing game because it's a mixed meter thing. So right. we go from three, four to two, four, three, four to two, four. You should sing it, time. Oh, fine. You should sing it with me. Okay. Here we go. Little swallow, fly to your nest. Who goes there? Fly, fly away now. Little swallow, fly to your nest. Fly, a fly away. Sorry, I forgot the words for a second That's there. okay. It's a little <laughs> tiny in there. Um, and they'll, the kids are sitting in a circle and then they've got their sticks or their pencils in front. Oh, look, it says chopsticks. Well, because that's what I wrote. Okay, chopsticks work well. I'm not sure if if I stole this idea from anybody. I, I'm sorry that I'm not crediting you. It might have you. also been something that Carla Chaminsky, okay. who I took my level three Kodai with, has mentioned chopsticks. Yeah. Well, anyhow. Uh, okay. Um, I got fabulous. I got a bunch from Oriental Trading, and they're the plastic ones. Yeah. Uh, nobody gets splinters and no pencils are snapping right. and no one's coloring on anything. So. And it creates that nice light timbre it instead does. of the big heavy sticks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it takes a little more finger dexterity. Yeah. And I think so we're going to need a video of this passing game too. Oh my too. gosh. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a group effort thing. So yeah. that might be a little, I bet it's on somewhere. Yeah. I bet probably. there's something. But it, it's such a great song for mixed meter. There's not a lot of mixed meter songs out there i mean no. you can find lots of listening activities yes and, and i've done do lots of movement things yeah, i've done stick games with take five yeah, of course exactly and, but yeah. having something that that they're singing along with it's it's a nice little gem right to swallow exactly so those are just a few that's just a, a handful of fabulous singing games and um songs that we like to use in the springtime and if you have any additional suggestions please visit our Facebook page. Which leave is, them in the comments. Leave them in the comments. Music Teacher Coffee Talk is where you can find us. 
And now it's time for our work smarter, not harder tip. And for our tip this time around, we're going to talk about using resources. Um, so this is kind of a broader, broader piece of advice as far as working smarter, not harder. Uh, so make sure you have a community of people. And we wanted to kind of give a shout out to a lot of budding communities and new things that are happening in the music teacher world and the Kodai world at large. And it's kind of, uh, it's, it's very exciting that all of these people are coming out of the woodwork to let you know that you as the music teacher, you might feel like you're on an island in your school, but there are all these resources that because we have this wonderful internet and um, all these opportunities to, to connect with people who are very far away, you really have support in a lot of different places. And I will tell you, like once upon a time, oh my God, I say that all the time. But anyway, uh, <laughs> once upon a time, I would be thinking, oh my gosh, I have to make this thing myself to show to my second graders. Like I've got this fantastic idea on how to show um, the uh, composition form of such and such. And I got to make it myself. Well, yeah. it's probably out on Teachers Pay Teachers. Right. And I am not shy about if if I can find it, someone else has done it. I think I'd rather throw three dollars at it. Yes. Have it as long as it's really quality. Yeah. Rather than make it myself. Now, there are some things that I will and I have made myself. Well, but, and if you want to personalize and customize it towards exactly what you're doing for your kids. Sometimes yes. You kind of have to. Exactly. So anyway, our tip at large is it's OK to use others resources and it's okay to rely on the community at large yes. and um, this particular tip was kind of also something we wanted to touch on we got a question from one of our listeners Katie and we were really excited because Katie and a bunch of other music teachers they were saying that they listened to us and they've, and they've been during um, a PLC during correct? yeah well that they've been talking about it yes during the yes, PLC. yes 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 we're not going to say that they've been listening during the PLC. Well, right. They should probably be doing I'm sure other they've things been during listening. their PLC. <laughs> they've been listening, listening on their own time and just like briefly mentioning, I guess. I don't know. And that's very sweet. No, but thank you so much, Katie, for reaching out. And Katie had a question about um, how do you do it all? Uh, yeah. How do you do like a blog, a podcast, um, teacher pay teachers, be a mom, be a wife, do all these things? The short answer is I don't. Yeah, yeah. I think, and neither do I. And you know, when the teachers pay teachers things really became so big, um, I kind of missed that boat because that was when I was getting my master's. And as it was, I had young children and was getting my master's and working full time. And I decided there was no way I had time to put resources on teachers pay teachers, even though I was making them for myself. They weren't cute and judged up and I didn't feel like they were worth sharing and so I'm so thankful now that I mean Tanya has a store and there are so many other people who do have stores that put amazing resources that people like me can benefit from yeah. it because yeah like you said I if especially last minute if I'm like oh yes I wanted I just need like a 
one quick little smart board file just to kind of wrap up my class today. I wonder what's out there. And I put in Ta Titi, you know, smart board file. A million things are going to pop up. And, right. you know, you start to get to know, you know, who in whose stores you rely on the most, who has a similar teaching style to you, mm-hmm. and um, who you can really rely on as your go-tos. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that's my short answer. Yeah. I, I don't do everything. I don't Well, and I need to explain stuff. myself because I do have a TPT store. However, uh, if it's, it's, it's kind of dormant. I mean, I have some things on there. Um, I haven't made new things in quite a while, and that was really a conscious choice of mine. I love the stuff that I have made. I'm proud of the stuff that I have made and I use the stuff that I have made and I want to keep it there in case other people are able to find it useful and I'm happy to keep all of that there, but I'm not building my store because the other part of it that, I mean, I understood this going into it, but it really wasn't apparent how, how heavy it is, the marketing of your store and not just, it's not just making the thing, it's not just having the great idea, but it's also going on Facebook, going on Pinterest and doing sales and, you know, and doing all, the all these things, stuff. all the marketing stuff, which um, I, I'm, I don't love that stuff. Right. And, I, and it's necessary. And I think it's fantastic that so many people are having so much success with it. Absolutely. But I just, it just came to a point and I'm not even saying that I got really invested in it with my time, but I did enough of it to know that, wow, I'm not fast enough at this mm-hmm. for me to take this much time and energy towards a teacher pay teacher store. And I have to say the same thing goes with my blog. Um, my blog has been a little bit dormant. I've been putting our show notes and I'm glad it's still there. Mm-hmm. And from time to time, I will throw something on there. But um, honestly, I'm a much better just, well, you wouldn't know from it right now. I'm a little tired and stumbling, but I think I'm a much better talker than I am a writer. Oh, right. Yeah. That's uh, what I was saying today. Writing too. takes me forever. Yeah. And uh, I go over it and over it and then I'm done and I've got a blog post and it's really short and there's three hours of my life or something, you know, right. and I know other people who are just really fast and quite good at it. I mean, like Amy, she can churn those out and she, you know, yes, fantastic stuff. And we all benefit from it. (laughs) And we all benefit from it. So, um, I've let my blog go pretty much dormant. My TPT store stands, but I'm not really adding to it. I'm not promoting it. Uh, and I've got a family. My kids are a little bit older. And so it is a time where I can spend a little more time doing this kind of stuff. But, uh, a few years ago, I really decided boy, when it, when my kids are older or when I'm retired or when all of this time has passed and my kids are no longer in the house, what am I going to want to look back on and remember? Am I going to want to remember that I spent five hours creating some fantastic teacher pay teacher product? Or do I want to spend that time with my family? And for me, um, and I'm not saying that people who do a lot are not spending time with their family. No, obviously they are just they are. far more efficient <laughs> than I am. For me, it's I'm not I'm not as efficient as I need to be in order to get all the stuff done. We all have right. the same 24 hours, right? Yeah. Um, another thing, which is kind of in the personal realm, but of course it all is, is that I my health 
is something that I really need to look out for. Mm. And for a while now, I've been getting migraines. And I have a few triggers for migraines. And I consistently get them one or two times a month. Yeah. And it used to be far less. And as I've aged, it's gotten worse. Right. And if I don't get enough sleep, that's like guaranteed that I will get a migraine. If I have a lot of stress, I mean, there's just all these little trigger things. And I kind of, sometimes I feel like I'm a little old lady that has to protect, you know, myself. But I just, I can't. You have to. Yeah. It's just about finding those priorities and it what is. works for you. And, you know, Tanya and I decided, well, Tanya decided and I went along with it <laughs> to um, to start this podcast. And, I mean, the truth of the matter is this is something that we would do anyways. Yeah. You we, know, we would either chat on the phone or have coffee once in a while. This is just my excuse to get together and have coffee and, and talk yeah, to Carrie. And hang out and, and do that little shop talk. But for us making this podcast, you know, we're doing it just as much for ourselves as yeah. we are for the benefit of you all. And we hope that you are benefiting from it. But, um, you know, so to answer Katie's question, you, you don't have to do it all and never feel pressured that you have to. Right. And because there is this amazing community of music educators across the country and we can rely on each other's strengths. Mm -hmm. So if you know that some of these people, Alien Miracle, Amy Abbott, the, you know, these wonderful people have blogs and stores that you know you can just go to and find amazing resources and, mm -hmm. and you have the means to do it, go for it. And, and be, don't yeah. feel like you have to make everything from scratch and no. do everything from scratch because no. there's great resources. And other podcasts too, and we were going to mention that too. That yeah, we wanted to give a shout out to some podcasts that just recently started up. Yeah. Yeah, so the Anacrusic pod, podcast just started up. Yes, and or rebooted. Rebooted, yeah. So I think she dropped, I don't know, was it two or three a episodes? A couple of episodes. Yeah. And I really like that in her podcast, it's not so much about the nitty-gritty thing, but more just kind of philosophy and mm -hmm. inspiration. So exactly. if you're having one of those days where you're just feeling like, oh, I'm just not finding my, my center as a music teacher. I just need that little boost of why am I doing this, kind of the bigger picture. Right. That's a really great podcast to listen yes. to for that. And the Cocktails in Kodai podcast recently. Very fun. Yes, and she's interviewing music teachers and Kodai-inspired teachers. And this is really very, um, it's just, it's kind of groundbreaking. I'm just thinking from a Kodai perspective being kind of uh, the low man on the totem pole in music education world. Yeah. I don't know if I'm if that's okay to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how I'm being offensive there, but um, in the in the real in the in the sense that um, as far as philosophies go, yeah, you know, when you, people think of music education, um, there are a lot of other music methodologies and philosophies that are a little, a little more popular. Yes. Kodai would not always be the number one of the of those. Right. Exactly. So one. I am just I thrilled guess. that we can spread the Kodai love. Yes. Because we are, are both very passionate Kodai-inspired teachers. Yes. And I, it's very exciting to see that there's not just one Kodai-inspired podcast, but there's at least three. Yes. And the music room which is Aileen. Oh, I'm sorry. And, There's at least four. Yeah. Aileen yes. and Katie's uh, podcast, The Music Room, is yes. also just a wonderful resource. Um, so yeah, you've got lots of places to go and mm -hmm. lots of people who are who are there for you. And because of the magic of the internet, 
like you said, you don't have to feel isolated, even though you're, you're probably the only music teacher in your building, most likely, unless there's a team, but it's rare in the elementary world. And it's easy to feel isolated, but you've got all these great resources, us just being one of them. And so reach out yeah. and, and ask questions and engage because um, we're all here to support each other. Exactly. section where we each give a personal or professional recommendation something that we've been enjoying lately so tanya what is your recommendation okay um well this one kind of is personal and kind of professional so um you know a lot of times we have to sit down and do lesson planning or sit down and focus on what have you and i'm a, a big music fan i love to listen to music i listen to music a lot while i'm doing laundry, vacuuming. I love to listen to podcasts, but when I'm sitting down and like doing lesson plan stuff or year plan or, you know, program or concert planning, I can't listen to music. Right. And I'm sure you also have that. I'm anybody who is a music teacher. It's like, you can't be listening to music while you're planning music and you're running through that. But yeah, I'm not a fan of, um, complete silence all the time. I mean, once in a while, but usually something's going on. So a while ago, I heard about this website called Rainy Cafe, and it provides some ambient noise. And I'm gonna read straight from the webpage. I've got it open. Uh, This is Rainy Cafe, and it says, a moderate level of noise enhances creativity compared to both low and high levels of noise. Moderate background noise induces distraction, which encourages individuals to think at a higher abstract level and consequently exhibit higher creativity. So I use this from time to time, and I'm gonna, I'm even gonna play it right now. Oh, let's hear it. So you got the rain going on. Oh, a rainy day at Starbucks. Yeah, and you can turn up the cafe noise. If you're like, I want a busier cafe. That's a little much for me. Yeah. I want. I would start trying to listen to what the people are saying. Yeah, I'm like, why are you clicking those spoons? Put down the spoons. Uh, so, or you can make it less. I like the rain. I like the rain part. I don't want just rain because um, I don't know. It's nice to hear the people noises too. Interesting. Anyway, so like it's it. it's kind of just a fun thing. Uh, that I like to put on. Oh, there's some thunder. Thunder. <laughs> Lightning. It's just a fun thing to put on in the background and uh, just some ambient noise. And there's lots of Spotify stations that have like focus um, noises. I'm not even a big fan of like a lot of that focus sounds. It's still very tonal. Right. Right. So it's like um, the Brian uh, Eno-esque which I love, but I can't hear any... Not while I'm trying to play at it. I'm yeah. thinking through Not the Not ambient music even when I'm right. planning those kinds of things. So rainycafe.com. Pretty nice. simple, but I'll leave a link in the show notes, which will be on uh, Have you ever website. played that in your classroom, like while kids are doing independent work? No. I wonder if they would like that. Seems like there's so much noise well, you know, going true. on anyhow. Yeah. But yeah. Depending on what they're doing. You try it and get back to me. Okay. Or maybe I'll try it. I like it. So what do you have to share? 
Um, well, this actually kind of relates back to our last podcast topic when we were talking about treble clef notes, because yeah. um, I'm working on it right now. And as and, am I. Um, there is a cute video on YouTube where they take the Taylor Swift song, I Knew You Were Trouble, and change it to I Knew You Were Trouble. And it's a cute little video, it says on here, by Jeanette Young. Um, it's It's cheery and cheesy, and it talks about, you know, the notes of the treble clef. And so I showed it to all of my students um, this week before we did our lesson as kind of our like little first thing warm up, you know, well, they weren't doing anything, but just watching it. But anyways, um, it got a giggle out of the kids and I, I enjoyed seeing that, that they, they understood the humor, which mm-hmm. was nice. So we'll put a link to it. It's, it's cute and you it's worth a chuckle. play this along with all about that bass. Yeah, there is another one for the bass clef. I don't know if it's by the same person, but when I do piano later on, um, I always end up showing that one too. So, um, yeah, any of these like parody videos, kids love of, you know, that parody of pop music, and if they can appreciate the humor behind it, all the better. Right. the double bar line on this our 10th episode of music teacher coffee talk yes it's such a milestone and if you have enjoyed this show please consider subscribing rating and leaving us a review on itunes to help others find this podcast show notes can be found at tanyaelementarymusic.blogspot.com and also on our facebook page come visit us on facebook and on instagram And until next time, this is Tanya. And this is Carrie, wishing you happy musicking. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. So name the lines now, every good boy does find time to begin. Now I'm playing on the treble clef. Oh! Oh! Treble, treble, treble. I, I can't.